Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is The Epidemic of Doubt, Insecurity, and Guilt. Today, I'm going to read to you the first few paragraphs of my new book, Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making. And the first chapter is called that, The Epidemic of Doubt, Insecurity, and Guilt. And it may seem like I'm using the word epidemic, and that may seem like too much of a word, but I do want to make a point. And I do make a point in the first chapter about how, whether it's insecurity, whether it's guilt, uh, confusion, double-mindedness, inferiority, all of these things that result from believing lies. And I look forward to just getting into this with you in just a moment. And hey, we've got some great things coming up. Wendy's Academy of the Unseen Realm is going to be starting in January, five months for those who want to connect deeper with us, especially with Wendy. That's going to be great. Then we're doing a marriage, two-day marriage seminar February 10th and 11th online as well. And we're doing our uh, 40 Days of Joy. If you want to start the new year off with some of my greatest content on joy, a daily podcast as well for 40 days, you can find out those at IgnitingHopeAcademy.com. So here's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to do my best just to read the first part of chapter one of the book without adding too many comments. All right, so here we go. How do we change the trajectory of our lives? How do we really experience Romans 12, 2 of being transformed by the renewing of our minds? How can the truth actually make us free? One of the ways that we can do this is to ask ourselves specific questions which have the potential to bring life-changing revelation. For me, the following questions have caused me to see what my biggest problem is, which is my beliefs. Here's the questions. Is my feeling unworthy a bigger problem than what I feel unworthy about? Is my feeling of shame a bigger problem than what I feel ashamed about? Is my feeling of regret a bigger problem than what I feel regret about? Is my unresolved doubt about a decision or commitment I have made a bigger problem than the decision or commitment itself? Is my belief that God is more interested in me obeying Him than enjoying Him a bigger problem than what I believe I am doing wrong in my life? Is my tendency to focus on what is wrong with me when I take communion a bigger problem than what is wrong with me? Hmm. You may want to just stop the (laughs) podcast and re-listen to those. Those are powerful questions. I believe the answer to these questions is almost always yes. This chapter and this book will help make my case for this belief. Even if you decide not to agree with me on all of my conclusions, I still will hopefully have accomplished one of my main goals for you as the reader. That is to inspire you to think through what you really believe about how God wants us to think 
and feel about who we are and what we do. If we do not know what our problem is, then we have a real problem. This is a book that will help us recognize in a deeper way the importance of prioritizing our beliefs as the key to breakthrough and seeing our dreams fulfilled. It will help many overcome what I call the epidemic of negative emotion that result from believing lies. What is an epidemic? It is an outbreak of disease that spreads quickly and affects many individuals at the same time. Even though it is more commonly associated with physical illnesses, I have witnessed another kind of epidemic among the body of Christ, a long-standing epidemic. I'm not talking about an epidemic of compromise or sinful behaviors, but of doubt, insecurity, guilt, shame, and unworthiness. This dis-ease causes many to lack confidence in who they are, what they are doing, what they can do, and in being fully convinced that they are in right standing with God and are celebrated and greatly loved by Him. There are so many believers who feel they are not committed to God enough, who feel they are not doing enough, or who feel less than others, doubt themselves, negatively compare themselves to others, feel guilty for not giving enough, not praying enough, not being sincere enough. Someone might ask, well, what if it's true that we really are not sincere or committed to God enough? Won't this teaching just give people an excuse to continue in those ways? This is a great question. Let's talk about that. The theological beliefs that can create the greatest transformation also have the potential to be used to justify hurtful beliefs and hurtful behaviors. Remember, the same culture that created 11 world changers also produced a Judas who betrayed Jesus. If our goal in leadership is to prevent a Judas, we will most likely not produce world changers. In the same way, if we are fixated on preventing bad behavior by mainly focusing on what is wrong with us, we will block greatness from manifesting in and through us. Certainly, we need healthy relational accountability to ensure we are not abusing others or heading in destructive personal directions. Yes, we may need counseling, deliverance, or inner healing, but this needs to be a part of a plan to overcome the lies, creating doubt, shame, inferiority, and an overall lack of confidence, not a replacement for it. I used to think my doubt, insecurity, and feelings of insignificance were my personality and my predestined lot in life. I believed I was at a disadvantage in life compared to more successful people. What I've discovered is that these feelings were the result of believing lies. And what I did not understand was that these feelings were common to man. Everyone is tempted to believe lies that lead to depressed emotions. The greatest temptations we face are not to do wrong, but to believe wrong. 
1 Corinthians 10.13 says this, No temptation has overtaken you except as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. In the garden, Eve's first temptation was to believe the lie that God was not good. She embraced this deception and then sinned in her actions. Jesus' temptations in the wilderness in Matthew 4 were enticing him to doubt his true identity. If you are the Son of God. The real spiritual warfare is whether we are going to believe lies or truth. John 8.32 says the truth will make you free. Truth makes us free first in our emotions and then in our circumstances. Lies restrict us first in our emotions and then in our circumstances. This epidemic of doubt, insecurity, and guilt comes from believing lies. And the good news is that we are empowered by God to decide to believe what is true. That's the first part of my first chapter. There's eight chapters in the book. The first chapter is, yes, the epidemic of doubt, insecurity, and guilt. Second chapter is the power of beliefs. Third is fully convinced in key areas of our lives. The fourth chapter is the art of decision-making. Fifth chapter is attaching great faith to everything we do. Sixth chapter is empowered towards great decisions. Seventh chapter, limitless living. And lastly, the eighth chapter is breaking out of the pack. The book is available on Amazon right now, and we also have an eight-week online course on our ignitinghopeacademy.com platform that takes each of these chapters. And I have podcasts, special podcasts for the book as well. So if you really feel like this is something that's sparking you, and I do believe that this area of of our beliefs and being fully convinced, and I, I seek to make the case that when we get conformed into the image of Christ and the Holy Spirit's going to do that, it's not only in behavior, but most important in how we think and what we believe in our identity and attaching great faith to what we're doing right now. So that course is really going to be a help. Maybe it's something you could do with some people or, or a, a, a small group. And before I close, let me go back to those six questions I asked in the beginning that I have in the beginning part of the chapter. I believe they are catalytic in the potential of what it can do for you. Number one, is my feeling unworthy a bigger problem than what I feel unworthy about? Number two, is my feeling of shame a bigger problem than what I feel ashamed about? Number three, is my feeling of regret a bigger problem than what I feel regret about? Four, Is my unresolved doubt about a decision or commitment I have made a bigger problem than the decision or commitment itself? Number five, is my belief that God is more interested in me obeying him than enjoying him a bigger problem than what I believe I am doing wrong in my life? And six, is my tendency to focus on what is wrong with me when I take communion a bigger problem than what is wrong with me? (laughs) Those are, wow, those are good questions. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Backlin here, blessing you, and we are here to ignite your hope. 
Remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. I love these definitions of hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and we have the power to help make it so. Hope is a confident, joyful expectancy that good is coming. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need strength at the end of the battle. You, like me, need strength in the middle of the battle. Today, for most people listening, today is just not a good day to walk in radical joy. You know, I've really found it rarely a good day to walk in radical joy. There's always a reason why. It seems like it's not convenient now. But again, I need strength in the middle of the battle and not wait until the battle's over. And so I bless you today with joy. Hey, thank you so much. If you're new to us, you can go to ignitinghope.com. Check us out. We've got many free resources. We've just updated our website. We have a number of declarations that you can download for free. You can't change your life without changing how you talk. And we also, if you would like to sign up for our newsletter, we do a weekly blog that's connected almost always with this podcast on Monday that comes out every week. It also we notify people where we're going to be traveling, my wife, Wendy, and I. And that's at ignitinghope.com. All right. Hey, God bless you. Steve Backlund here. Looking forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.